experienced. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Inexperienced. This week we're joined by Erin Stafford. Say hi Erin. Hello. Would you like to give us a brief introduction? Yeah, sure. Um, So my name is Erin. I've been working in marketing uh, for the last few years, agency side, uh, which I really, really enjoy. I think it uh, works well for my overactive brain, having a number of clients and different things on the go at one time. Uh, so I kind of started out in social because I was the young person at my <laughs> office and then I've just fallen very far deep into that hole, um, working as a social media coordinator and then lead specialist and now head of social. So Awesome. So good. And that that's so common, hey, where it's the typical – Oh, the young person will know how to use social media. <laughs> yeah, I literally was still doing my degree. I had yeah. no real plans for what my first role was going to be. And then I just really stumbled into it. I, it yeah. wasn't really a second thought. So, and you enjoy I guess it? Here I am. Love yeah. it. Hope so. Awesome. I mean, it's come back out now. So, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to be listening to two of Erin's uh, awkward, uncomfortable uh, stories today. But first, shall we start with a fire round where I will say 10 words and you must tell me the immediate word that pops into your head. I heard that very laugh, uh, yeah, loud I'm breath. Nervous, <laughs> but yeah, sure, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. We'll see. Okay. So, are you ready for the fire round? Yes. Awesome. Woman. Strong. Sleep. Apnea. Holiday. Go. Couch. Surf. Influence. Marcus. Aspire. Inspire. Leader. Follow. Club. Leisure. Adventure. Time. Fun. Time. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So sorry. Uh, Are you thinking, like, it takes time to have an adventure? No, it was literally, like, uh... Fun times, like that's a phrase oh. I would say. So then I just like married them together as not a related thing, but just uh, the first word that came to my mind was the one that would usually follow it. Would you also say adventure times? <laughs> I know that's a th- show and I don't even watch it, so I don't know why it came to my brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a good show, actually. I do like it. Yeah. I love some cartoons. So. Very creative word associations. I don't yeah. know where sleep apnea came from either because I don't have it. I mean, there's just like a sleep apnea clinic near my house. So, I mean, well, I mean, that could be an opportunity for marketing, right? <laughs> I guess they've done a great job. Excellent yeah. brand awareness. Yeah, they've done so well. So well. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right, now that we've gotten to know you a little bit better, shall we jump into your first awkward, uncomfortable situation? Yeah, sure. All right, so I'll just explain a bit of background, I guess. Yep, jump into it. Um, So I feel like this isn't an uncommon situation, which is probably a good application for this podcast. Um, But I have more than once experienced a situation where a client or someone um, at work has chosen not to take professional advice from a professional Um, and it's often on the grounds that or I perceive it to be on the grounds that they are quite misogynistic or uh, I don't know. A lot of people have a problem taking advice from a young early 20s female Mm -hmm. um, when it's perceived that they might be like stepping on their toes. Mm. So basically I have one of these kind of situations where I was trying to explain Um, hey, I wouldn't recommend to do this because this is the ramification. I think we should change it up. What are your thoughts? 
Uh, and I was basically met with, uh, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, <laughs> but that's simply not true. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know how to get around this because I know my stuff and I, I knew what I was talking about was true and I wouldn't have brought it up if I wasn't concerned. Um, so I kind of had to sit back and be like, okay, how am I going to communicate my point mm. here? Because I've said what I had to say, like, I don't know how to rephrase it. We need to change something. Yes or no. Um, and it wasn't just, no, I don't feel like doing it. It was your reasoning is unfounded mm. basically. Um, based off of emotion. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it was based off of. Mm. So, um, yeah, basically that was the situation. And I, at the time just took a step back and we knew the history of this person and that they would probably prefer that message be communicated by someone a higher up and be probably male. Mm. Um, and so that is what we decided would be the best course of action there because, you know, you have to make sure that the client is happy mm. um, and that you're maintaining that relationship for the company, not just for yourself. Um, so I totally understood that. Uh, but I don't know. It's one of those things that I kind of come back to. And in my like little brain of like, oh, stick it to the man kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe I should have just like really pushed my point across mm. or like tried, tried it a different way or just like not, not let someone else say it. I don't know, which is kind of childish and a little bit, um, I don't know what the word would be. It's just a bit stubborn mm. really. Um, and it wasn't the best solution for that situation. So it just went the other route. So I did, suppose. It, did it work when? I mean, yeah, it yeah. worked, but like I wasn't happy with it. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not solving the problem. It's just I mean, it's solved, a Band-Aid. Yeah, I guess yeah. it like solved the problem. The, being, the problem we were trying to communicate. Being the advertising solved. side of things. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but yeah, then you but know. The wider what, problem. <laughs> yeah, then what, what is that relationship like moving forward? Mm. Is, is there a point in. Well, your authority is completely shot. Like, yeah, you, exactly. You will never have that authority with that person because of how they. The, I guess the actions from that situation. Yeah. But yeah. like then I, yeah, I don't know. It's something you go back and forth mm. with because it's like, I don't think there's much you could have changed mm. really. Mm. Like I that mean, would have made sense from a like business perspective. Yeah. I mean, there's three options, right? There's like the leader or person in charge says goodbye to the client because they decide that the values don't match. Mm. Um, or, what happens where they get someone that the client will listen to, put yeah. them in front of them just to, I guess, smooth over the situation. Or the third being that you stick it to them. <laughs> I don't um, even know what that looks and then, like. Yeah, and then the client would end up leaving because they would feel like they were, I suppose, disrespected, even though yeah. they were the one doing the disrespecting. Yeah, I don't know. It's a really in- interesting kind mm. of um, dichotomy between the two sides because, yeah. yeah, what do you do? And then, I mean, at, your thoughts are very different to mm. what you can action. Um, I don't think yeah. I've ever properly stuck it to the man like my, <laughs> you know, best intentions are. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that's something that lots of people would experience. Absolutely. Um, especially coming into the industry as, like, being relatively mm. fresh um, or quite young in general. Mm. I don't think it's necessarily only a sexism thing. Like mm. it can occur a lot of the times, um, that type of Asianism yeah. is a real thing. So yeah. uh, in both ways, like people that are a lot more senior, like they face 
ageism and a lot more younger also do as well. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah. I think it was just a like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about mm. for whatever reason was behind that. Um, but yeah, yes, yeah. pretty common. I would say definitely. I would say I've had some um, exposure to those situations, and the one or the the feedback that I've had with that that's worked really well for me, at least. I don't know if it would work well in every situation. Um, is someone said to me, they're like, "Stop saying I," and always say "we," mm. um, and instead of saying like "I would recommend" or "we would recommend," so take away all of that and say. Google says yes. blah, 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 or Facebook says you need to blah, blah, blah. So it's taking away any form of your authority and being like, well, this bigger company, like if you disagree with this, you're disagreeing with them. Therefore, like now you're an idiot. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good approach. And that one worked for me when I, when I faced a similar situation, I just took all of me out of it and I was like it had nothing to do with me or my opinion yeah it's what they say so (laughs) you disagree with me you're disagreeing with them and you go take it up with them so and then there's like no perceived emotional involvement exactly so yeah that one yeah I liked that one yeah okay very interesting yeah yeah I suppose a lot of us have um those experiences unfortunately for sure yeah I hope I'm never like on the other side of it accidentally that I would be so upset if I made someone feel that way yes terrifying yeah but I mean we're all humans we all make mistakes but um I think because we're conscious of it it's probably unlikely yeah that we would be (laughs) yeah I feel like it'd be quite out of character yeah (laughs) I can't imagine either (laughs) of us doing that anyways cool okay so that's story number one yes shall we jump on to story number two yes so I feel like I've come at you today with like some very uh I don't know common things nothing good nothing groundbreaking here no it's good um but another kind of uncomfortable situation I've got myself into uh is just taking on potentially too much um and not knowing when to ask for help Mm. so I think in general I work really well under pressure and that's been the way since I was I don't know in high school and stuff Mm. you know pressure makes diamonds kind of vibe. (laughs) Um, Not that I left things to the last minute, um, but I just felt that when I had a lot going on, that's when I thrived, Mm. um, which makes sense for me now working in agency. um, But I have always just thought that more stuff made me work better. Mm. Um, So when it came a time um, and I was getting more and more work allocated to me, Mm. I just thought I've got to push through it. I've got to perform. I've got to show that I can get through everything um, because that's what I've always been able to do. And I just couldn't really recognize where my boundaries were. Mm. Like I had too many things to do, couldn't achieve all of it and like not to the standard Mm. that I wanted to. Um, So I just ended up doing overtime and not logging my hours properly Mm. to you know try and appear like it was chill and I was fine and it was done during the time of work yeah exactly like pretending that I wasn't working until whatever time at night not Mm. telling them that that was what the client was you know being serviced with a lot Mm. of extra stuff um so yeah I think I just got to a point and I was very burnt out that like happened very quickly as well Mm. I just kind of hit a wall and I was like oh my god I absolutely can't do this Mm. anymore like what have I been doing um and then it was just really hard for me to kind of put my hand up and go I can't I can't manage all of this because Mm. I've never had I've never come to a point before and I'd be like I can't I like there's too many things something's got to give I've got to give something away like get some help 
have a new hire, whatever it is. Um, And yeah, it was just a real struggle for me to chat to my manager about, hey, like, what are we going to do here? Because I can't, I physically can't do it. And I didn't really know how to broach it because I don't know, it just wasn't something I'd experienced before. Uh, and having to figure that out and like plan, oh, like, am I justified in saying this? And yeah. I was like, maybe I'm not that busy and I'm just taking too long to do things. Or, yeah. You know, you, you kind start of get to in question your, your skill set. Yeah. Exactly. And so I was like, oh, I should be able to do this. Like, what, what bit of me is wrong so that I can fix that instead of like getting the help that was needed? Um, so, yeah, I think that was really uncomfortable for me. Mm. And then uh, it was like a godsend when I was able to get some help and mm. putting my hand up to say like, please, someone, <laughs> I'm drowning over here. <laughs> I need help. Yeah, it was a, was a really good idea in the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's that's kind of my other mm. situation in terms of, I don't know, what I can learn from that. Well, but, I mean, like um, from a roles reverse side, so I, if my team were drowning, I – I mean, like, I wouldn't know unless they tell me. Yeah. So that's, I guess, a good insight for anyone who is drowning with the work amount and the volume that they're getting. Like, generally, people don't know unless, like, they don't know what they don't know. Yeah, and, and you've got a thousand other things to think about. Exactly, you know? and exactly. If, I think my mistake was, like, everything looked fine on yeah. paper. Like, it didn't look like I was doing a, a thousand other things. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I guess having that to back you up as well would be helpful. Yeah, totally, totally. And, like, I I mean, I'm, I'm pretty lucky at the moment because obviously it's a small team, so I, I can kind of see if they're overwhelmed and I'll stay back and help and, you know, be in, in the, um, what's the word, the trenches being the trenches with them like doing it you know yeah. but I could imagine for bigger organizations it's harder to be able to see that and I mean you shouldn't have any fear with going to a boss or a manager and saying hey um like I I, I mean I'm overloaded with work this is mm. where my capacity sits at what should yeah I do and if they turned around and said no you need to keep working then that's a problem with the company. I think it's more just like knowing how to justify it as well is quite difficult because that was the first time that I've ever come across that Mm. in, you know, my very few years of experience. Um, But yeah, it was just difficult because I don't know, you don't get training for that kind of thing. Mm. You don't know when to put your hand up or how how to calculate it. I I just like went back and I don't know, my brain works in maths sometimes. So I just did that and (laughs) I did what I knew and went, oh, well, that doesn't make sense. Like I can't possibly be doing that much in this amount of time. Yeah. Um, And so that's how I justified it because, you know, I guess you just get in your head being like, oh, am I really? Yeah. Like, you know, Mm. and yeah. And I mean, from an agency perspective, you face the issue of um, if sales is selling it correctly, are they selling like your hourly rate correctly and the amount of time for things to be done in? Therefore, when you go to do it, are you doing it in an achievable amount of time? Um, if they've sold too many hours to you and your resource, like you have too many clients doing too many things, then there's so many different elements, right? Like it's yeah. resource and sales, execution, all of that stuff. Yeah, so, a lot of it comes into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess like, yeah, it's not it's not all on you. I don't know. It's not not your fault that you're like super overworked, but yeah, yeah, like you said, no one's going to know unless you say something. So you're going to have to take one for the team and speak up in that case. And I think most like leaders out there, um, and I use leaders as the word instead of bosses, most Mm -hmm. leaders out there would 
turn around if someone said that to them and be like, okay, well, let's find a solution. Yeah. Like, do we build out your team? Do we, um, you know, do we hire another person, reallocate work? Do we, are there any clients that, you know, are taking too much of your time and aren't actually paying the appropriate amount? Let's find the the solution. Yeah, definitely. And I've never been met with like anything other than support when I've asked for help. So I think that's something to consider as well, because it's usually, I don't know, hesitation Mm. because of the potential repercussions. Yeah. It's Um, the what if barrier. Yeah, exactly. And I know in my experience, I haven't really had Mm. any issues with saying like, Hey, actually I need help. And Mm. maybe that's just because people know that I'm pretty capable in yeah. general <laughs> very capable and then very if, capable if i'm over here saying please <laughs> i need something um it, i don't know you're more likely to uh, get a good response out of that i think totally i 100 percent agree i think oh, that's very thanks. good advice very good advice um do you thank you for both of these stories no um do you have any last words or anything you want to put out there for the world I don't think so. I think I've, I've I think I've chatted enough through my experiences. <laughs> Ask for help and uh, probably don't speak your mind in other situations <laughs> where it's inappropriate. I suppose. Love it. Awesome. We're going to say bye to Erin now. Bye, Erin. Bye. <laughs>